Hi fam, welcome to Unlaced Project. I'm your host Steph with co-host BT, where we unlace creatives, entrepreneurs, athletes, and the stories that make them who they are. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, and follow and like us on Spotify, or wherever you may listen to your favorite pods. Hello, hello, we're here with Amy Atmore. She is, I gotta pull on my list for this. (laughs) She is a director of performance. Um, She's got a doctorate in physical therapy from USC. Um, She's a licensed physical therapist and certified strength and conditioning coach. Um, she's pretty much the bomb All right. and I'm, I'm gonna let her tell you how bomb she is. So what, what are you doing right now? What's your, or what have you been doing with it? And tell us about yourself. Thank you, coach Seth and, and coach Britt. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Um, very, very fortunate to be here. Uh, I, uh, I'm currently working in Seattle, um, for one private athlete. I'm, I have a pretty unique role in, in literally being employed by one athlete and I'm putting my, my heart, my soul, my brain into everything I do each and every day um, as a physical therapist, but more on the preventative side. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm still working as a PT, but uh, I'm, I'm very uh, integrative in all the things that we're doing to try to obviously bulletproof his body and mm-hmm. maintain uh, his health and ensure that he's recovering as quickly as possible kind of separating in season and off season, but it's been a lot of fun so far. And how long have you been here in that position? This position, I'm entering my second season. So uh, I started in 2020, um, the 2020 season, and now we're uh, in uh, uh, the next one. And this is his 10th year um, in the NFL. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a big year and we're, we're feeling, um, you know, a shift in a lot of different things. And we're, we're very, uh, hopeful that this is going to be a different year and, um, we're hoping to win. Absolutely. Let's yep. go. Seattle. Yep. 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 <laughs> Seahawks one time. So yeah. before, before you were in this position, you were in another larger position. Can you tell yes, us a little bit about that position? Yes, yes. I was I was uh, incredibly grateful to be a part of the Phoenix Suns, um, who are now in the playoffs. They just uh, <laughs> right? round two, yeah. just finished game one. They took home the W. Like they're such an amazing organization of staff, players, the sports medicine team. Um, I was with them in the 2019 season. Um, as their performance physical therapist. And uh, that was a whole lot of fun. Uh, it was such a whirlwind to have gone from that into COVID-19 mm-hmm. and the shutdown and everything. Yeah. Um, but uh, in, in that midst, I, I, uh, I got this, this offer in my current position and probably made the hardest decision of my life to, yeah. uh, to, to switch. Um, but uh, I, I felt that there was something there um, my family's also in the Pacific Northwest. So, um, I made like six pros and cons lists and decided mm-hmm. to go, go with the, the, uh, the second choice. So okay. yeah, it's, it's, it's been a whirlwind these last uh, three years now. <laughs> wow. Time and time go by, goes by so fast. Cause I remember when you got that position at Phoenix and we were like, mm-hmm. yes, Amy, <laughs> yes, like, what? like big time Crazy. moving up. <laughs> 
Yes. Just got um, our Phoenix t-shirt. Right. Like, okay, let's get it. Yeah. I'm yeah, a Phoenix yeah. fan now. Yeah, you're still, you're still rocking I'm, the I'm, right? I'm LA all the way. Does yeah, not yeah, get no, it twisted. Nobody <laughs> said who they just beat in that first round. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> we were not healthy. Don't get me started. They Sorry need for your definitive care. Condolences. <laughs> I wasn't even going to say it. No, but, but for Phoenix, were you the first woman to be in that position? Or um, the, as a... As a, as a, uh, on the, the performance training staff, I, I believe I was, yes. <laughs> yep, yep. Okay. I have to, I have to mention though. So, um, they had, a, a, a previous training staff that was there for like a number of years, mm. but they also have an equipment staff. So they have the equipment manager and the mm. assistant equipment manager there, Denise. Um, she, she was there. Uh, prior and she was she was the first female uh okay. in the in, on the equipment side uh, okay. over there with the sons and she's still rocking it over there she's killing it um and she was uh phenomenal to work with and get to know um while I was there um so I'm very grateful to obviously be be around other females in in the same vicinity mm-hmm. absolutely so how important is that to have another woman you can kind of bounce off of or just the representation of of a woman um in a a corporate setting it's 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 um it's it's very important and it's very special and i i feel that uh you know you 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 guys know this that you don't really you don't go about your day thinking like i'm the only female walking to this building today like it's not it's not really like kind of disappears you just kind of, you start your day, initiating your day, being the best that you can be. And you kind of expect things to be, uh, uh, coming your way and you handle it exceptionally each and every time. Like, it's just what you do, how you do it. And it's part of who you are. It's part of who you are. Steph. It's part of who you are, Britt. Um, it's, it's part of who I am. And I, 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 it's incredibly special when you can, uh, find another, female in in that same industry um who who vibes the same way and um it's just it's just nice it's it's some something you know i I, it's not common but starting to come around the corner i think there's more more females coming into the nba and nfl there's more females coming into the training staff world the strength the strength world strength and conditioning world um it's 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 starting to become integrated from the coaching level Mm -hmm. it's I feel that there has been a shift in these last like five years and it's really, really cool to see um, less and less firsts, more like, right. oh, there's another one. We just there's have another, another slide. And another right. one. We just <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's special, very special. So preventative is such a unique aspect to training. I think it's one that's often overlooked. Mm-hmm. You know, I think trainers think bigger, faster, stronger. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they forget about preventative. What does that look like on a day-to-day or how do you piece that together? Yeah, yeah, definitely prehab and pre- preventative um, medicine and injury prevention are all kind of buzzwords that mm-hmm. um, people like to use to talk about preparing their body to um, ahead of time so then they don't have to, um, they, don't, they don't fall into the trenches of getting hurt and getting injured. Um, in general, it's, it's taking care of your body before you have to take care of your body. And the easiest example is your, your young high school athlete who, 
um, you know, you, you give them some exercises to do and they don't really want to do it, but nine months down the road, they sprain their ankle or they, they have something more serious, like they, they sprain their knee or, um, you know, anything else along their, their kinetic chain of their body. And then they go through a, a, a grueling rehabilitation process that takes them away from their sport. And they learn, they learn through their, uh, journey of adversity that, maybe they should have done a or b or c Mm -hmm. and now they have the the secondary motivation to be more preventative about their their body now now i'm gonna strengthen my my muscles and try to get strong and now i'm gonna do some some warm-ups before i actually go and play in a game Mm -hmm. that sort of thing you're like dr amy may have known what she was talking about maybe a little (laughs) bit can't just jump in throw the shoes on and start playing (laughs) Oh yeah. I don't know how many times I've had conversations where I've, I've uh, tried to advocate or recommend something and uh, you know, been shut down and like, okay, that's, that's fine. I'll, I'll talk to you in like a year or so. And they, they come back, you know, you know what? I might need your help and assistance and uh, it, it's all good. It's all good. We've done this a, a, a couple hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, especially with, with younger athletes, like you said, the, mm-hmm the fix or the focus is often so or often so apparent like what needs to be strengthened or worked on or what will be a problem later on but like you said kids yeah. just they're thinking about you know go, shooting go, the basketball and yeah and everything yeah. else yeah yeah no definitely it it's tough because I feel like you're you're constantly learning and evolving as a human being and as a person and you know the time isn't if the time isn't right for you to just be committed and taking care of your body. There's, there's a plan for that. There's a reason for, uh, your, your path of potentially getting hurt. If, if that's what it takes for you to, to get really, um, focused on it. Um, but yeah, I, in, in general, um, I love it. I, I, I think, uh, it started to get more passionate in 2018, 2019, after I was practicing just as like a, uh, an orthopedic clinic, physical therapist for like eight years. And I just saw the same thing over and over and over again. Wow. Uh, not necessarily getting tired of it, but it was it was kind of monotonous in, in a way. Seeing seeing so so many ACL uh, injuries mm-hmm. repairs, and then having to rehabilitate that, and then ankle sprains, and then seeing it from the kind of same general population in the high school level. Mm-hmm. And then you hear the stories like the mechanisms of injury and how did they go about doing this and uh, how, how much, how many of those athletes were year round athletes? Did they ever have like an off season? Uh, and then, and then from that, I, I started to kind of figure out what else I wanted to do from, aside from just working the clinic and, and fixing stuff after the fact. Right. <laughs> yes. Damage control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and quality control. Yeah. Quality, quality control. control. <laughs> More so. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So what is, being let's go back to you being the woman in the room right so Mm -hmm. you're the you're the woman in the room you're you're the leading the way um in this position now you Mm -hmm. you are the leader right Mm -hmm. you are more like the supervisor putting together the plan is there any time that you question yourself um like am I doing the right thing do I have yeah. this plan on point is oh, yeah. you feel more sense of a pressure because you are the woman in the room and everyone's looking at you and everyone you look at is a male is there mm-hmm. any kind of self-doubt there and then how do you deal with that it's a great question I I 
always have doubt, <laughs> but I don't let it be known, or at least I try not to let it be known. Yep. Yep. <laughs> at yeah, the end of the day, I feel like <laughs> this is my plan. I think. <laughs> no, no. At, at the end of the day, I I I con, uh, come to my conclusions based on a number of different things, based on what their reports are to me, um, what I know from like a an experienced clinical perspective and then what what science tells us and what research tells us and from those three areas I, I come to my conclusions and make the best recommendations possible and then I'm not always making the decisions I'm kind of making the decisions collaboratively with my athlete nice. uh, this is important in the private sector because I'm, I'm working for my athlete and um, what he says is it weighs more heavily than what what I say uh, as opposed to working uh, in a in a team environment, oftentimes you you dictate a little bit more in, in terms of like recommendations and, and protocols. But in the private sector, you really have to strongly uh, think about what your 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 athletes' goals are and find ways to like optimize that mm. in the best, uh, safest, most effective way possible. Mm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. what are those winning moments like for you when you put together the training routine mm -hmm. and can we say the player's name that you work yeah yeah you can you can say it okay so we're, <laughs> we're talking about Mr. the one and only Russell Wilson <laughs> so can you like when you what are those winning moments when you know you guys work put all this work in and you see him on the field and you're like boom that's why we were doing a b and c and d Honestly, it's when, when he wins, then I feel like I, I feel that we're on the right path and we're do, doing the right thing. And I say we, cause I'm not the only person on the team. There's, he, he has a, a, a number of people working with him uh, on his body and in the training room. Uh, I, I have the, the honor of being able to see him the most often. Cause I, I have to assess him in the morning, treat him in the day before, after practice. Uh, and then in season when he's uh, playing, you can see when he gets hit every every day after I have to reassess him to, to just make sure his body is right and uh, figure out what we need to fix in the three, four day window until the next game. Uh, but watching him, watching him win, watching him perform and, and hearing that he uh, feels great is simply the, the best thing. And it encourages me to keep going on the track that I have been going with him. I love that. I love that. Cause I know that <laughs> I watched Russell <laughs> this past season. Every time I'm like, Oh, wait, Oh, wait. Yeah, it's <laughs> so like definitely I'm moving and grooving with him. Like, Oh yeah. It's definitely I'm, nerve wracking. I'm confident. Cause I'm like, Oh, Amy can fix that. <laughs> we good. No, pe people are always, uh, they, they, they get excited with the fact of knowing, like I get to watch the game, but I'm, I'm, I'm not watching mm -hmm. the game per se in the same way that um, fans else. are watching the game. I'm, I'm right. mechanically watching how he's moving and when he gets hit, how he gets hit, how he lands mm. was, you know, was it a contact? Was it a non-contact? Um, which part of his body was affected? Like where was the forces involved and, and hypothesize what I need to look at later. And um, there's a lot of things going on. I'm, 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 I'm tracking uh, all that during the game. 
while I'm watching the game at the same time. <laughs> so that's a lot. Like, are you writing this down? Do you have like a oh, flow yeah. chart going or yeah? Yeah. He makes fun of me because I have an iPad with me at all times. I'm always constantly writing <laughs> notes. So <laughs> I don't forget that. You, you know yeah, how my brain works. Know, I, yeah, I, yes. I can't, I, I got to write stuff down. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh my God. I can imagine. Man, yeah. But- trying to keep track of all that. <laughs> but I mean, I bet you you're the more you watch him, um, his tendencies and the more you watch just the tendency of football. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet the better you are at, you know, predicting what's going to be a big hit or what's going to be mm-hmm. OK or mm-hmm. where the hit may or may not come from. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I've 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 learned a lot. It, it was a little bit of a learning curve initially going from basketball to football. But, um, you know, it was exciting to just just re-educating myself in um the sport of it specifically of of an overhead athlete uh which in some ways I was already familiar with because my sport was water polo and I I threw overhead all the time so um there's a there was uh initially a learning curve but then I I had a lot of um just interest in in prehabbing his shoulder and making sure mechanically he's he's using his body uh, as optimal as possible. Wow, my goodness. So <laughs> do you have a mentor, Amy, that you look up to in your field? It's like, you can bounce a question off of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I, I don't have a single mentor, but I have several mentors. And in, in, in the sense, I, I have a, a, a number of people that I, I go to to, run a question by them or get their thoughts on something and, and, and help me make decisions. Uh, I have some of those mentors are also friends and colleagues, like other physical therapists, other sports, physical therapists in, in, um, in the professional league, uh, in other sports, in basketball, in baseball, uh, and then, uh, former physical therapist mentors that were, uh, in my life prior to me getting into school for physical therapy a lot of people who I, I look up to and constantly check in with, because even though I'm in my 10th year practicing, I'm, I'm still learning. I'm trying to refine my skill set and uh, trying to be the best that I can be just, you know, each and every day. Always a student, right? Always, always. always. It never stops. And I'm sure with technology, like how has technology impacted the, the training techniques you've used since like school to today? Oh man, technology is insane. Like I'm still blown away at what, uh, is capable with technology. And, um, I think that there was a reason why I was, I, I needed to do everything without technology for a long time, because mm-hmm. now that the talk, uh, technology is present, it allows me to understand the legwork that goes behind, uh, a computer doing your work for you. <laughs> um, <All right. laughs> like, for example, like when, when I'm, uh, when I used to monitor, like what athletes do load, load management, for example, like you, you would, it's time, how much time they're training time on their feet, how many reps they're taking, um, which directions are they moving in? Are they jumping high? Are they changing directions often? Are, are they, are they, uh, speeding very high? What was their, uh, intensity for that day? What did, what did they report? was their intensity for that day. And now they have GPS uh, wearables where they, they, you can, it tracks that automatically. Mm-hmm. These little, you know, um, 
uh, wearable GPS systems that, that are placed on a vest and the athlete puts it on um, for the duration of their, their training. And it tracks uh, all those micro movements wow. and uh, for you. <laughs> and uh, that, that's pretty cool. I, I just, I learned that when I first got in the NBA and um, uh, learning about more about load management and performance and return to play uh, using that data, which is really cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. We had all that. I'm out, well, we're starting to see it with the college athletes now. You start right. to see the little hunchback thing, thing yeah, on their spine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what is that? Yeah, all yeah, these athletes it, bad backs. <laughs> it looks like a it looks like a mini mouse. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, yeah we it's, definitely it's, didn't it's have that cool. week. No, no. We at, at the end of the day, or back in the day, we, we would say, "Okay, you you're you're on for five days. You're off for two days, uh-huh. and and yeah. you recover on those days." Yep, yep. <laughs> and hope you recover, <laughs> or you didn't recover at all because your right. coach would kick you no, in the butt was, if you didn't go back to practice the next day. <laughs> oh my gosh! And there was there was no analytics as to why your ankle hurt. <laughs> and there was no protocol either. It was like, uh, it feels good today. Why don't you give it a go? <laughs> you want some tape? Yeah. No way. No way. But but somehow somehow we still uh thrived in and 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 that I think it it toughened a lot of our skins. Like our generation, oh. your generation, I I feel like we had really tough skin. Uh, you know, playing through a lot of different things, yeah. and now yes. with this next generation, they have so many resources. They are they have they have video film capability, or it's mm-hmm. you know all all these things it's they they have they have it pretty good <laughs> they, right? they don't even know i think the thing that made us the toughest was that ice bath oh <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> bath. Oh. you find out how tough you are on the ice bath For yes sure. do, you yeah, still, yeah. do you do that amy is it is that there, one of your there requirements is, there, there, well there, there is a it depends what your your goal is but you know there's still a purpose for it if you if you want to use it i i feel like there's a a, ry- <laughs> a rhyme and reason for it now they have it's electrical ice right. cubes right <laughs> yeah they yeah, can make no, your ice cubes hotter or colder just by you pushing a button now oh my if you're goodness. looking for a, a a quick rush of like your blood flow go in mm-hmm. and then come back right out go, go, go in and go right out yeah. no, <laughs> not this one over here no, no, no. i was never looking for that no not at all Okay. Now your position, this is a high level position, right? How do you decompress? It's a great question. Obviously anyone in any job, uh, needs to be sustainable, right. Right. Over time. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's difficult. I shouldn't say difficult. It's, it's a tough concept to grasp when you're always a a grinder. Like, are you familiar Mm -hmm. with the the book by Tim Grover called relentless? Oh, Mm -hmm. yes. Yes. Mm -hmm cleaner mentality that's right okay like you're just constantly going 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 and at some point if you don't choose to a day for your body to rest your body will choose a day for you so uh, it's different for everyone but uh you know i i try to prioritize that because i i i know that if i don't uh come in my best then i can't give my best and Mm -hmm. i that it always comes back to me wanting to give my best Mm -hmm. attention um manual skills, uh, you know, everything to my athlete that day. And if, if I need to do something to ensure that I'm coming in hundred percent, then I'll, I'll make sure I do that. Uh, but it's like micro dose. I'll do it throughout the day. I'll do it on, um, and on, on the weekends, 
in the season, I'll just find time to step away outside of the office, away from my computer, um, go onto the grass, go outside, uh, just little things. And I'll just make sure I, I separate myself from my work every couple hours or so um, in between transitions and stuff. Very so lovely. that, yeah, so that, so that my, my work, I'll, as much as I enjoy it, I, I don't want it to define me a hundred percent. Right. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you're, I, I absolutely a hundred percent love what I do, but what I do is not a hundred percent of who I am. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to, uh, make sure I'm, I'm, you know, attending, uh, to myself in, in that capacity to, to stay sustainable. Mm-hmm. And how about, um, I mean, you're manipulating these huge athletic bodies all the times, so, you know, you've got arms and legs bigger than you are, I'm sure. <laughs> so like, do you have somebody working on you? That, that's a great question. Uh, listen, I'm very, <laughs> no, <laughs> all right. I'm a big person. Of practice, taking offers? Huh? We're taking offers right now. <laughs> But when it comes to someone working on me, I, I don't really have someone who works on me, but I, when I need someone, I'll usually, uh, I'll find someone to work yeah. on me, okay. but I'm, for the most part, I, I, I take care of my own body. So then it doesn't get to the point where I, I need, uh, like body treatments, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I have, I have a lot of friends in the area and I can always, uh, call on them to, uh, get, get some treatment. So, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Self care is definitely the best care. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Start there. Yeah. Now these high performing athletes. You went from working with high school athletes to transitioning on um, to Phoenix and and now to Russell. Mm-hmm. What's their mindset like around physical therapy and strengthening? Mm-hmm. Um, and how can our, the high school athletes today, how can they take some of those tools and strategies? And apply? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that's a, that's a great question. Like uh, number three is a huge advocate for physical therapy. He obviously has hired a PT, uh, in the past to, to help him stay, uh, healthy to play. At the end of the day, if you're a professional athlete, your job is to play no matter what. And so if you cannot play due to your body not functioning the way it needs to function, then you no longer have your career. So that's, that's number one. So he, he invested uh, in, in self-care for his body. Um, and, and um, he had a, a PT prior, prior, to me, prior to me coming on board. So he was a big uh, advocate for PT already. His mindset when it comes to PT is he, he believes in it. He believes in um, body mechanics and prehab work. Um, and I'm, I'm grateful that he believes, believes in me to take care uh, of those things. Absolutely. Yeah. I think when we're talking about a woman in a male dominated industry, your Mm -hmm. employer has to have belief in you. Um, Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, they have to be number one because you could be one out of 300 guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're the one in the room. So having the, his support and his belief, like I know Amy knows what she's doing is huge and it's key to mm-hmm. success going forward. So, yeah, no, definitely. I don't take okay, every, number any, three. every day for we granted. You. You know, the t- <laughs> tomorrow's not guaranteed. You know, if, if, right. if, uh, 
if uh, the job doesn't get done today, then, you know, I, I could be gone tomorrow. And I, I look at each day, just trying to maximize each day one at a time. So I'm, I'm truly grateful to be here, but definitely, uh, you know, any, anyone who's in a, uh, a high performance job situation, like you, you have to, you have to be at your best each and every day and, and don't take it for granted. Take it for granted, people. Yeah, yeah. Right. Any position that you're in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We got. You want a <laughs> it might be that time. Okay. So <laughs> no, I'm gonna let Steph take this part. Okay. All right. So we have a thing here mm-hmm. um, at Unlace Project where our goal is to just kind of unlace the the stories um, and just the things within people that make them who they are. Uh-huh. And once we've unlaced that, we like to bring it back and connect it to a shoe that helps us just describe who you are or, you know, makes us think about who you are. Um, so we got to unlace you and connect you back to a shoe. Okay. Okay. <laughs> there are many. I like that. I like that so metaphorical you are, Yeah. You were, you were hard to think of a, a, a great match because you're, you're shoe head at heart as well, but um <laughs> right can we say amy's a shoe head amy shoe game is on point yeah yeah i i have, have to, be I have to credit my husband because uh, when yeah. i met him i was not into shoes as much and he i mean to this day i think i have 20 20 j's right now Ooh, like okay uh, okay <laughs> yeah the next episode we have to take a walk through your closet right <laughs> unlace the closet yeah i'll right. yeah. get that ready for you <laughs> All so right. your shoe is the Jordan oh, One Shattered okay. Backboard. Okay. Okay. All right. And we chose nice. this for you. Um, I mean, because everyone knows that this shoe is inspired by Michael Jordan, obviously, when he shattered the backboard in Italy after his rookie season um, mm-hmm. in an exhibition game. Mm-hmm. But we chose it for you because the per- in the position that you're in and as a woman in the position you're in, um, you're just out there shattering backboards, you know, you're, you're breaking barriers mm-hmm. yes. and setting new standards yes. and challenging the status quo, whoa, whoa. you know, you <laughs> take it, take it one dunk at a time and you just shatter. So <laughs> shattered backboard. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much. Wow. That's great. Do Thank you have you. these? I don't, I have, I, uh, well, no, those are lows. No, I don't have those. Okay. You have the lows version? I have the lows, but they're purple for the suns. Oh, <laughs> okay, 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 okay. And yeah, yeah. okay. Phoenix Suns colors. And Phoenix yes. Suns. Yes. Yes. That was really, really awesome. Thank you so much. It's an honor to, 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 to hear that from you. And, um, you know, I, I don't, like I said, I don't take this, this job for granted. And um, it's, it's kind of weird now how the, you know, the next generation and younger individuals are, uh, looking up to me and asking me how how to to get into this um position and i'm just thinking like it like i don't have you don't have uh, a roadmap right no no it just happened yeah well it didn't just happen all your hard work and preparation absolutely it's it's i i would say it's consistent consistently working hard and and not giving up it's it's that's what it is If, if you are truly in belief of yourself for for doing what you want to do, whatever that goal is, you set your mind to it and you just try to be the best version of yourself uh, and, and, and go towards that path and do not stop. 
if, if that's what you believe it's what is meant to be. We love it. Shatter backboards. Shatter all <laughs> the backboards, break yeah. the barriers. <laughs> pretty much it. Level up. <laughs> well, and- that, was, that was so, so cool to, to be, uh, uh, compared to that, that, uh, that shoe. So thank you. There were so many. It was hard. Man. To <laughs> first were like the Concord. So by the way, <laughs> what's that out of all the shoes? That's so creative, by the way. <laughs> wow. Thank that's- you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. That's, so that's Coach Steph's uh, gift. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, putting shoes to heads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's By me. the way, you're probably the 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 biggest sneakerhead I know. She I is. probably am. Like a genuine, genuine sneakerhead. Yeah. See, it's different because people will call themselves sneakerheads because they have a certain amount of shoes. Okay. This one knows the history. No, that I, I was going to say that, but but no one understands history like you do. Like you can, right. you can pull out the, the history of that shoe and, and the significant mm-hmm. um, persons involved mm-hmm. at that time, mm-hmm. the games and like you, you could, you're, and it's just innate in who you are. Like, I don't know anyone else who has that level of knowledge and passion. Me either. It's just fun. And, I saw and these short shoes got a story. And the size. <laughs> and the size. Yes. In a size four. You know what? I've recently Broken upgraded four? to a size five. Listen because, to this, Amy. Amy, yeah. listen to this. Oh, oh. Yeah, I changed my shoe size. I I, I went Justice. to a size five because they're easier to get. I don't know why four and four and a half are so popular right now. So I was just like, I'll just grow to a size five. I'll size up. Yeah. So I'm a size five now. In, in her thirties, she's going to grow. Yeah. But so you're, are, you, are you wearing these size fives? Oh yeah. We're good. We're good. <laughs> it's just an extra little tiny bit. Oh man. That's hilarious. Like triple socks. No, not, it's, not that crazy. Socks. it's not that crazy. <laughs> Can we go around who, and, and tell me what your, your favorite shoe is? Oh. oh man I mean I would have I mean I have so many favorites for different reasons mm-hmm. yeah you know, it's not just like one shoe that's like this is it forever mm-hmm. I mean they're from the the Concord because that's the first shoe that was gifted to me and really kind of you know springboarded that from you know Air Max one the Air Max one just because it's so classic and you have to have that shoe to just mm-hmm. creative shoes that come out along the way where you're like, no, this is my favorite. And then the next one comes out, you're like, no, this one. But <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, it just I I don't know if I could ever answer that. And I know if I've I've yeah. asked many times and changed <laughs> it. Right. It depends on what I'm doing. Sure. You know I mean? Sure. Yeah. Situation dependent. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> How like I'm that. feeling that day. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We got yeah. just OG Air Force Ones, the heavy Air Force One. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's yeah. You had to have that shoe at some point <laughs> in your life. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, and they match with everything. And it goes with, mm-hmm. as long as they clean. Yes, clean. it's funny you mentioned the concourse because, like I, I told you when I met when I met Ronald, I had I think a total of six pairs of shoes with one pair of Team Jordans, and I don't even <laughs> yeah. know to this day what kind of. I probably like, had them. I was yeah, it, with the Team Jordans. I don't know if you know this, but it it was like it had like a little fake diamond on the bottom and it was like I, I don't know how to describe it it, it was did it have in, like a flap over the shoelaces uh yes it did oh my oh, god I got you I got you <laughs> what? 
what was that what was that one called i don't even know i can picture it um i have no idea what you guys are talking about it's a team jordan for sure i forget yeah, the color. exact they had a lot of colors it was black they, they and white black and white yeah black white gold yep um they had like a red and white they had a, i mean it's a team jordan yeah, yeah. a lot of colors that was like my shoe and when when ronald and then he was like mm, we're gonna have to <laughs> upgrade the game up <laughs> and he asked me what like my my like dream shoe was i was like I would love one, one day to get the, these Concords. Like, I was like, I'm never going to get them, but they're like my dream shoe. And sure enough, after like a year or so, he got me that, uh, those shoes. And that was my first pair of actual Jordans. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So you married him. <laughs> he had to. Yep. <laughs> yep. You put a ring on that. <laughs> it is I just so funny when you said that was your f- first pair that was given oh, well, to and you. Yeah. And my dad what gave size were those? I was, well, it was when they first ever came out. So I was in like third grade. So they were like a size mm. two. Oh, <laughs> they were so little, shoes. but I oh. love them. And I, I got multiple pairs. We went back a few times. That's when you can yeah. get your hands on them. Yep. Yeah. And that's when it's especially in a size jump man on the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, baby. Yeah. It was, little I was little. Feet. They were little. Oh, oh feet. goodness. Mm-hmm. I'm, well, I'm size five and a half. Not, are you not five and a half? Far. Actually, are oh, you up, you leveled up too. No, 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 no. I'm a six youth. Sorry, my bad. Oh, you're oh. six. Okay. I'm a six. I thought you were <laughs> a little further away. From this one. I won't even talk about my size here. Okay. Oh, yeah. What, I'm an what's adult foot. <laughs> let, me, let me take a guess. Uh, Ready? Mm, you right there. Nine, nine and a half. Yep. Nine. Yep. Right there. Yep. 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 Okay. Yep, got yep. you. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it's a little harder to get my pair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, she's that popular size. Um, but yes, popular. I'm like, who wears a nine? My, yeah, no, my my best friend is like around a nine too. I think her her. I, but when I look at it, it's like it doesn't look that big. But no, it don't, we yeah, don't care. Big at all. Shoe size like from seven to nine. It's like, no, when she tries to put on my shoe, it looks <laughs> clown clownish all the way around. It's not as bad now since I've leveled up to a size five. No, girl. <laughs> We're getting, we're getting used to it. No. Yeah. Sorry. Goodness gracious. Hilarious. Oh, but this has been great, Amy. Thank you so, so much, much for joining Thanks us. Thanks so much for having me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate you guys both. It was good to see your faces, your smiles. I know. I know. <laughs> you haven't changed one long. bit in the last uh, three years. Not one, one, one smidgen. Now we're looking good. Everybody looking yes. good. Yes. Still as beautiful as that gray hair as ever. Tuck the gray hairs. <laughs> Uh, we all have them peeping around somewhere, right? right. And they all have a, a, a kid's name. <laughs> <laughs> like that one right there. For real. Oh my God, I love it. Oh man, please uh, uh, say hello to uh, your family and all, yeah. all the kids over there in ABA. Um, I definitely miss working with y'all. So I know, we'll catch up though. Yes, we will. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Amy. Bye, Amy. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. To stay connected, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Unlaced Project. Thank you for listening to this episode. Talk soon.